Good day. You are listening to Philip Mollica's Consciousness Evolution. Our home is at philipmollica.substack.com. Please subscribe to receive new columns and audios directly to your inbox. We offer free subscriptions, or you may support us with a paid account. At this point, all content is freely available to all, but we definitely always appreciate the financial support if you see the value in our offerings. Also, please give us a like if you enjoy the content, and comments and questions are always welcomed and appreciated. Audios are also available now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This column is entitled, That Which Remains, of Home and Hearth. I am often reminded of this passage from Jane Roberts' Seth. My essence is fragmented from Seth and Orden, so perhaps it strikes closer to my heart than it may others. But if I were to teach my children one thing, it would be this to hold dear to us those relationships and interactions we have, and never to take ourselves or our lives or those we interact with for granted. For though we are eternal beings, these moments also live in perpetuity in our consciousness. In the autumn of our lives, what we find is that the hurts and pain fade, but the love and joyful memories remain and become the focal points of a life well lived. Even as we move, into other experiences and other systems of consciousness. I believe this passage is from Sue Watkins' Conversations with Seth. And here is Seth. There are human beings on the face of this earth who do not know what love means or companionship, who do not have parents, who do not have sisters or brothers, who understand an isolation that is bleak and cold even if it is of their own making. Each of you in this room who has the opportunity to share with another, then know that that is grace and be thankful for that which you experience and do not underestimate what you have. There are personalities who have traveled through the centuries literally without an understanding. And if this was their reality, and if it was their own making, still be glad that it is not yours, and accept those relationships that you now have, and realize their potential, and do not close yourself off through stupid pride and through barriers of your own making. Now, the atoms and molecules that compose you are glorious, impermanent things. And, through the leadership of your consciousness, have you led them to consciousness and song, and, th and through you do they experience what you experience. And through your organization, do they understand realities that would otherwise be denied them. And when each of you come together in a personal relationship, are you then glorifying and adding to the reality of the consciousness that is within those atoms and molecules? You know each other in each life, a brief time. What joy and comfort you can give, then give. What support you can render, render. Do you not realize that by doing this, 
you become more than you think you are. And I am not speaking to any of you in terms of self-sacrifice, for there is no such thing, and there is no such road, and I do not advocate it. But if you demand the best that is within you, then you become more than you realize that you are. And you must also demand more from the other persons within your relationship. All of you, therefore, that are married and have such relationships must inspire each other regardless of what you all know of the nature of reality. The bones that you call your own will lie a long time in the grave. The physical beings of those that you know change even as I speak. What joy and creativity you can give, then give. What affirmation you can speak, speak. This life is as important as any other life. And none of you attempt to deny the abilities of, her, of another, for in doing this, you speak against creativity. Therefore, it behooves all of you, on a part of all that you are, to expect the best of yourselves and the best of those with whom you are in contact. But the moment is intimate, and the voice that speaks beside you in the night, in your terms, will not speak for long. Therefore, comfort it when you can. And remember, all of you again, I am not speaking in terms of self-sacrifice. It is impossible to sacrifice the self. And when you try to do this, it is betrayal. This is not divorced from the material I have been giving you in terms of evolution or the nature of reality, but highly intertwined. You live and breathe these concepts. This is an excerpt from the ESP class on March 27, 1971, by Jane Roberts and Robert Butts. Thanks for listening. See you next time.